This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success. One of the critical business issues, as well as life issues, with all the different interference out there is incentivizing people, whether they be your employees, your kids, or people within your community for charitable purposes or causes. There's a disconnect today of how do we truly inspire, how do we incentivize people to do what we need them, want them, or hope for them to do, to reach their potential, to create outcomes that are even better than they anticipated. And so I've come up with a few ways to incentivize people over the years, and I think the first one is often overlooked. And it's understanding that the best way to incentivize people is to provide value to them. And in order to provide value to them, today people make it way more complex than it should be. There's only two ways to provide value to people. Number one, give them more of what they like. Or number two, take away some, if not all, of what they don't like. And the greatest in incentivizer for people is to know what they like and don't like, especially as an employer. I find that we just assume that paying somebody would equate to incentivize somebody. Never more than today is that not true. We need to understand what people like and don't like in order to provide value to them, to give them more of what they like and take away what they don't like. And you will find if you have those open-minded, open-ended questions that lead us to a transition statement of, would it help you if, if you can't get to a point in a conversation with your employees, your community, your children, hey, would it help you if, you haven't been more interested than interesting. You just can't throw money at your children or your employees and assume that's gonna be the end-all incentive of what they want. What they want is more of what they like and for you to take away more of what they don't like. And so in order to do that, we have to ask open-ended questions about the subject matter or topic to figure out what they like and what they don't like. And if we do that, if we're more interested than interesting, we'll find how easy it is to provide value with a confirmation of would it help you if. And the nicest thing is if you can get to a point to know what someone likes or don't like and get them to agree with you, hey, yes, that would help me, then you can ask the question to confirm the incentivized trajectory of where you want them to be, which is, do you know someone that can help me? Do you know someone that can help me will confirm that you are capable of providing value to the people that we are incentivizing, both professionally and personally? The second thing that we want to do to incentivize people is to incentivize them to ask for help. The fastest way to get to where you want to be is to find someone in a situation that is in the situation you want to be in and ask them for direction. Today, those people are more accessible and more willing to help than ever, but yet less people are asking for help, less people think they need help, because of the social silos that they've created, 
that are indicative and aligned with everything they want to hear instead of exceeding their expectations, finding people that sit in a situation you want to be in and ask them for help. If people are asking questions and asking for help, it is going to elevate and incentivize them in whatever subject matter or topic that you're trying to uh, pursue in their potential. The other way is to ask others for help as well. So the two ways to elevate ourselves, find someone that's in the situation you wanna be in and find someone and help them get to where they wanna be. This is the key here. The community of people that help each other and know how to help each other has the most value today than ever. One, because the size, scope, and scale, the total addressable community has gone from your local database, your local region, into an infinite amount of people, a total addressable community of people that want to help each other and know people that can help each other to provide that value is a community of people that is invaluable. What do I mean by that? The community of people that want to help each other and know how to help each other are a community of people that will buy from each other and sell to each other. Whether it's personally or professionally, your ideas, your product, solution, service, or your brand. He called me a Web Summit vet. I've probably been here from the beginning when there was 150 people in Dublin. And with those 150 people, most of them would come up to me and say, oh, I'm sorry, but I didn't know who you are. Now we have one of the biggest shows in the world and I get the same reaction. Oh, I'm really sorry, I don't know who you are. Of course you don't, because the total addressable community is so large that we live in our own social silo and you have a bunch of people who have 2 million, 20 million people in their community and their mindset is not this of who can I help and who can help me, but instead, do you know who I am? No, most people don't know who you are. There's a huge energy suck in incentivization right now and it exists especially in our young people. I am versus this is what I want you to think I am or I'm worried about what you think. This is the biggest energy crisis that you have. This is the biggest void and interference in between you and where you wanna be or better. No more trying to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy and more worthy by looking at people that aren't happy, healthy, wealthy and worthy and are pretending to be that because they want you to think they're happy, healthy, wealthy and worthy. You are happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. I'm here to figure out what you're doing to interfere with it. What are you afraid of? How are you reacting to that fear? How can I get you to move in the right trajectory of where you wanna be or better and incentivize you, not only by providing value, but by asking for help and offering help as well. The third incentivization is time. Time's my love language. I, I love time. Time provides me three different things in my life. One, productivity. It allows me to be of value and of service. Time allows me to be accessible, accessible to the people that I care most about or are relative to me and my mission, which is to empower over a billion people to be happy, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun, to be accessible to others that I care about. And then finally, it allows me to live in gratitude. Time allows me to learn the lessons, to live in the light and the love of all the people, circumstances, events, 
opportunities, options, and touches of favor that are available to me. These lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude are effectuated by the use of time. Time is activity. There's three time zones that you live in, and most people don't realize it. Number one, you live in a time zone called the infinite past. The past is infinite. If you close your eyes right now, it'll take you a couple seconds to get back 100 million years. The past is infinite, and it's limited only by one thing. The past is limited by the meaning you give the past, the meaning that you give the setbacks, the failures, the mistakes, the historical relevances, the defining moments of your life. In 2008, I lost over $100 million. I went bankrupt. bankrupt. My biggest fear was losing all my money. A bigger fear was telling people that I lost all my money because I was worried about what are they going to think about me. Now more people hire me to give them money advice because I lost all my money than when I had all my money. Because the meaning I gave that tremendous setback, not at the time when it happened, trust me, it takes a little bit of time to have the faith that you're being protected and promoted, not punished, especially when you lose everything. But the meaning that I gave that defining moment of my life has set me forth on a trajectory of a better place, a better position. Little did I know 15 years after losing everything, I would have more money, help more people, and have more fun. That the meaning that I would give it would save not only my life, but all my relationships that were important to me. I realized when I lost everything that I hated my mom, my dad, my best friend, and my wife. And that's when I realized I hated myself. I didn't hate them. All the people I thought loved me didn't care about me but I was promoted and protected by that defining moment and you are promoted and protected, not punished by your past. So give the meaning to the infinite past to allow you not to limit the infinite future. Close your eyes, go 100 million years into the future. Takes a couple seconds. Your future is only limited by one thing, your own self-image. Self-image, which is what? Aligned with the meaning of your past and an infinite future and in order to effectuate the infinite future, you need to utilize the time today, the activity you have planned, unplanned sleep, the non-negotiables of sleep, the non-negotiables of family, faith, fitness, finance, time, to pay attention to and give attention to each day in a ferocious manner to an unlimited future of outcomes that instantly we don't understand or know. Surrendering to the outcomes but providing an unbelievable will, effort for today to get to where you want to be or better by giving that meaning to the past. And when we utilize time in order to effectuate where we want to be or better in the appropriate manner, we then can prioritize each day knowing that prioritization takes away the nemesis of productivity of, of incentivizing people. What is it? Procrastination and feeling overwhelmed. It is impossible to feel overwhelmed or procrastinate if you know what to do now and know what to do next. In order to know what you do now and know what you do next, you need to prioritize what's important to you and admit that you live in an infinite world of abundance where you wake up in the morning and look at the construct of 24 hours of man-made time today and say to yourself, there's no effing way I'm gonna get everything done today because I live in abundance. I have more options, opportunities, and touches of favor than ever before. How could I get everything done today? Therefore, 
I am going to be productive, accessible, and gracious with what's most important to me personally, experientially, giving-wise, and receiving-wise. Prioritization is the antidote to making sure that you and others around you are incentivized to enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit, pursuit of your potential. Not what other people want, not what's missing, not what I worry about their thinking or think that they want or I want them to think. And utilizing time to incentivize people is an incredible measure of value, allowing you to ask for help and ask how they can be of help. The next incentivized thing is to incentivize people to live in their truth. Obviously, the word authentic is overused, especially in marketing. Let them enjoy their essence. I define essence really simply as what are the skills you have, the knowledge of who and what, and the desire you have pertaining to the subject matter in which I want to incentivize you to do, meaning a child or an employee or a community member. Utilizing, encouraging people and supporting them in their essence, in their truth, the number one nemesis to every individual is they lie to themselves. If you catch someone lying to you, for those of you that are parents, every time you catch your child lying to you, which every child does and I did and do still today, there's probably nine other lies that you're not aware of. The more that we encourage people to live in their truth, to be forgiving and gracious about the lying, cheating, manipulating, overselling, back-end selling that exists every day, most of it unintentional, out of fear, we can incentivize people by encouraging them to be them, to be honest about who they are. I am, not this is what I want you to think I am. So if we can encourage people to be honest, honest with themselves, we can incentivize them with the others as well. I appreciate everyone. Uh, I also have a QR code up here. Reach out to me. I also will be available to answer questions. Uh, join my WhatsApp. You can text me there. Uh, appreciate everyone. Remember, make sure that we ourselves are living in I am. I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. Let's figure out what we're doing to interfere with it and help others do the same. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much.